Hello, and welcome to Healing is Hot with me, Kayla Rose Stevens. I'm not sure if you've heard, but allowing your current circumstances to control your reality is out, and taking your power back and creating a life you truly desire is in. If you're ready to create a mind, body, and life that you're actually in control of, then hit that follow button, start listening, and get ready for massive transformation and alignment. You heard it here first. Healing is hot. Hello, and today I have my first guest ever, and it's my sister, Alyssa, because she has the coolest story about how she literally quantum leaped her life like so quickly. And I feel like people don't realize that you don't have to be special to do this. Anyone can do this. Like she, and you'll hear in her story, she didn't do this with really any help from anybody. And uh, yeah, you can do it too. So I really wanted her to come on and share this story about how she manifested these things into her 3D reality, what she did to do it, and just how she quantum leaped her life like so quick, like overnight success kind of situation. So uh, Alyssa, can you just explain kind of who you are, what you do, and then share your story on how you completely changed your life overnight and like how that felt and all of that? Yeah, so I'm 25 years old, and um, I've always just really loved making art, but it wasn't really something I felt like I could do career-wise, because I had a lot of pressure put on me to, like, get a good job and climb the corporate ladder, and um, I always kind of, in the back of my mind, knew, like, I wanted to do something more entrepreneurial, more creative, but I kind of just didn't know where to start, so I was, like, working my corporate job after college and honestly so depressed I hated it so much I literally cried every day you remember yeah that was <laughs> constantly that was your unwell era I was so unwell um and so I think that's what really pushed me to start taking like the idea of, of kind of creating something for myself seriously and I I was just always making art on my own anyways because that was like my way to deal with a lot of my mental health issues was like kind of channeling that through writing and art so I kind of just was making a lot of art at the time and then um I also just remember looking back through my old journals and I was always kind of like trying to visualize what I wanted in the future and I have a lot of stuff from year over the years of being like my dream is to have my art shown in galleries and um you know create a brand of my own or something like along those lines so it's kind of cool to see like I feel like it's something I've been putting my energy towards for years even though I maybe didn't even realize it but um so yeah this is like 2021 the end of mid to the end of 2021 I was getting into the NFT space just learning about it because I heard of like how important it was for artists um to learn about blockchain technology and how it would give ownership back to artists and just kind of like bring power back to creators in general. So I was just very intrigued and I listened to a lot of Gary Vee content because he's very positive and he's all about just like following your dreams and not listening to whatever your family says. And I really needed that advice. So, um, and he talked a lot about like the NFT space. So, um, I, and I learned a lot about like crypto and all of that. And I was just kind of like interested in it. And so I think it was the beginning of 2022, I started um, like actually putting my own collection of art together to release as an NFT collection. And I was actually at your old apartment in Atlanta when I wrote this list of manifestations. You remember? Oh, really? I was, yeah, I was sitting at your desk. I love and that. I remember. Journey. 
Yeah. So I just like wrote the system manifestations. I guess I'll read it. I wrote it on February 16th, 2022. And the first thing was that Gary Vee would buy one or more of my NFTs. And the reason was because I read a story about an artist who I really admired and how his life kind of changed overnight because Gary Vee bought his art and his art was on the homepage of OpenSea. And just, he had a really interesting story um, of how he always wanted to be an artist since he was a kid. And like, it was just a very inspirational story. Um, and then the next thing on the list was I will sell my first NFT this month. I will become part of artists slash NFT communities I'm excited about. I'll buy my first NFT from an artist I admire and I'll make NFTs my main source of income and leave corporate fucking America. That was the most important one. So um, I kind of just wrote that out. It seemed really like crazy at the time to think like, wow, I could make NFTs or like my art, my main source of income. But I just like almost like had this feeling intuitively, I guess where even though it sounded crazy to say out loud, I was like, I just know there's something here for me. It's just like a feeling. Um, and so I just kept like putting my time into like doing research. I was taking so many notes, like and watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and just like learning and putting my energy towards NFTs and art. And um, on March 14th, it was our dad's birthday, um, 2022, I joined uh-huh. a I like joined a Twitter space, which if you don't know what a Twitter space is, it's just like a ton of, it's kind of like Clubhouse where you join um, an audio room and you get to talk with other people. And it was like a lot of artists sharing their art. And I saw my friend was speaking in it, actually my ex-boyfriend's old roommate, who's an artist. Yeah. And so anyways, he's really cool though. And he shouted me out and it got a lot of people to retweet my art. And then I got up on stage and shared my art and I made my first sale. And then from everyone retweeting my art, um, OpenSea, which is the largest NFT platform, somehow saw my art and put me on their homepage that day, like literally two hours later. And I went from no sales to like a sold out collection and basically made my yearly salary in a few days. And then I decided to quit my corporate job. And it was just like the most life changing day of my life. It was just crazy. And since then... Can you, okay, can you explain what OpenSea is to anyone who doesn't know so that they can understand like why that was so helpful and pivotal for you to like be on that homepage and on that platform? Like why you getting on OpenSea was what made everything else happen? Yeah, so OpenSea is the largest NFT platform. And so um, I like get kind of uncomfy talking about NFTs because anyone who's not in the NFT space, there's such a negative perception around them. But like... Um, there's just like so much opportunity in this space. It's not just like monkey pictures. <laughs> I think that's what everyone thinks it is. There's so much more than that. Um, and NFT is essentially just like a digital contract of ownership. So it's really cool for like artists or brands. You can like sell tickets or, you know, experiences through NFTs. And so anyways, it, it has like millions of users. It's the largest NFT platform. So, and at the time it was a, a bull market. There was just a lot of people in the NFT space. like. The, the market was just good. So there were just so many eyes on my art when it was put on the homepage of OpenSea. And it was my Twitter just, I had like less than a hundred followers. And then it, I ended up gaining like thousands of followers, had insane amount of DMs. Like it was just, it was just like, I went from no one caring about my art to like so many people caring about my art, telling me I'm the new Picasso. It was so weird. I was like, what the, f-? like what? I'm so confused what happened. Like, so yeah, it was a big change. And so you said you made your yearly salary in like just a few days. If you're comfortable, will you share how much? Because I feel like it's 
it's helpful to people for people to like understand how much your life can change in that short amount of time and also that money is just energy but that's like a whole nother without having to be a whole nother podcast discussion but if you're comfortable sharing it I just think it would be really inspiring for people to know yeah my job paid me literally nothing because they treated me not very nicely so (laughs) it was like 45k a year um I and I made a lot of money in crypto and I didn't end up taking a lot of it out when I should have so like I I made well how yeah how much from that being on the page of OpenSea like going from zero sales to what happened in those like say 72 hours just a general ballpark amount I'd say around like mm, primary sales like around like 50 grand I would guess but the but then I also a lot of people bought my NFTs and resold them for profit so they made a profit but I would get royalties so and if you include like how much money was spent on my art I didn't get all of this but if you include all of that I had over 50 ETH volume and ETH at the time was around three grand so it was like $150,000 was spent on my art I didn't get all of it since you know I only got percentage of the secondary sales but yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. And so I I mean, again, this isn't like an episode about money, but I just wanted you to share that because I think people don't think that this can happen to them. Like, you know, people think like, okay, we come from a middle class family. We have a family line of entrepreneurs, like, don't get me wrong, but like there was nothing super special about you compared to another person other than you were channeling what you were put here on earth to do and you were using your intuitive gifts to do that and you were using your gifts and you put yourself out there you know so I just want people to realize like obviously not everyone's going to be the new Picasso like you but like there are things that people are not doing because they think on the outside looking in that you had you must have had a connection to do this but that's not really what happened so I just want people to see like okay you just said you your art made around $150,000 in sales in 72 hours like that's that's insane going from zero sales to making even though you didn't have all that in your pocket at the end of the day that's an insane number and who knew who I was like I had no background in traditional art it was just something I loved and was passionate about yeah and you've been doing this since you were little too but I I want you to go back to as well like the part where what were you doing before this explain more where you were at before this because you had just graduated college and I just want you to talk about like that time period a little bit more and how yeah just how it felt like your life was going right before this happened I think is an important a good point my life was was terrible well I don't want to say terrible obviously there's always things to be grateful for but like I graduated in 2020 COVID just happened so like I didn't get a graduation which looking back I'm like oh my god who cares not a big deal but in the moment it felt like wow like this sucks um and I was just kind of like had to live at home which I hate, <laughs> always getting sucked back into our hometown. Um, I had no friends here. I lost my friend group from college, kind of just like, we just, it just, I lost a lot of things in my life, it felt like, and I just felt very alone and confused. And then I finally got a job after applying to so many jobs um, in the middle of a pandemic. And I got this job at a really big media agency, which has lots of money, but still, I don't know, for some reason, people don't know how to pay employees. So I made like no money. And I was working as a data analyst for the first three months of this company. And it was just like actually insane. I've never had so much pressure and stress in my life to the point where I would be up till 3 a.m. working, coding when no one properly trained me how to code. Like I had to present all this stuff to our huge pharmaceutical clients, which now I'm like, ew, 
why am I helping a freaking pharmaceutical client? Like that's so like backwards. Oh, nice. yeah, there. yeah, it was just like so corrupt and gross. Um, and it basically just felt like everything I was doing was so unaligned from my true purpose. And like, I just felt like, what am I doing? How, this isn't benefiting me in any way at all. It was awful. So yeah, mentally not in a good place. And I cried every day at work. Um, and it got to the point where after three months of that job, I was like, I, I genuinely am going to end up in a mental hospital if I stay here. So I, I quit. I talked to my manager. I was like, it's just really like, it's not worth it. Um, and they felt really bad, honestly. My manager was nice. And so she switched me to a different role in the company. So I switched over to social media advertising, which was definitely better and way less stressful. It still sucked and I made no money. Um, and like in general, just being at the bottom of the corporate ladder is the worst because everyone just throws all their work on you and blames you anytime something goes wrong. So it's just like, I was like, I hate this. Like I'm so sick of not feeling respected or valued at all and making no money and barely being able to pay my bills. Like, so yeah, on the side, it was just kind of like working towards my art and, and feeling like I had to, I honestly was like, I just need to make extra money. Like I can't even like afford to live on this salary. So and it turned into something so much bigger than that. Okay. So the reason that I wanted you to go back to that time in your life and share that was because oftentimes people will be working towards things and their manifestations, their desires, their soul pull, their goals, and their life will quite literally fall apart first. And people will say like, well, why am I not getting what I want? Why am I not getting what I want? And I hear explanations about this online all the time, but I don't ever hear it this way. The real reason that that happens is because you can't take these old emotions and these old like things that you're doing with you into this next version of yourself. So you were actively working towards being this artist, putting your art out there, but there were old things in your old life that were unaligned. So you even said it seemed like you lost all this stuff at that time. But what you were really doing was like, you couldn't take those old friends with you who weren't going to support you. You couldn't take like old mindsets about certain things with you, old emotions. So you had to like literally lose everything, be in this really unwell state for some time to like heal some stuff, to be the version of you that could hold all of these things and have all these things. So like looking back, like what are your thoughts on that? Like looking back at it. Yeah, I agree. It's like a tower moment in like, Uh, and I, in the moment I didn't realize, and I look back on like pictures and videos from that time in my life. And I was like, why the, like, I was like, why is life like this? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm so, I just felt so in a bad place. And now it's like, it's almost like now I understand when I'm going through moments like that in my life now where I feel like I'm losing things. I look at it as more like, yeah, I'm, I need to shed certain things from my current reality in order to to shift into something that's more aligned for me so it's helped my mindset a lot and helped me stay out of like a really dark place mentally like obviously still sometimes struggle with my mental health as one does but like I I feel like my perspective has shifted a lot and I'm more understanding of like how energy in the world works and I don't feel as um scared of change I mean it still sometimes hurts but you just have to understand like it's for the best right and everything it's like everything that you go through, you just have to know and trust that it's getting you exactly where you want to go. Like, and I mean, this story isn't about me, but you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, even the, my story that I've shared, like I wouldn't be here even talking to you at all right now if I didn't go through that. So it's like, you have to go through those moments to heal what you need to heal, to become who you want to become. 
So I want to know if there was like anything you did internally, knowingly, that shifted you so quick. If not, I can like channel, channel to see, I can like channel back to see what you were doing, but I'm just wondering if there's anything that you were actively doing to like manifest this or actively doing to change your inner reality, change your outer reality, like during that time. And I've, I've never asked this, so I don't know if there is anything that you're aware of. I feel like there were little things. I don't know if I was great about being consistent all the time, but like I would try and do like visualizations or listen to like, like every night I listen to frequencies. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know if that played a role, but like think, just little things like that, visualizations, meditations, um, and a lot of journaling and writing and, and just kind of like putting into words and putting into the world what I wanted, but you can channel because it might be. Yeah. So you were literally, it was kind of like you programmed into your energy field that you already had it. And like, because you did that, you also took it off a pedestal and you like, it was like, you you were like, you knew that you already had it because you intuitively saw that you could do this. Like you said, you thought it seemed crazy, but like you just knew. So you already knew you were going to have it. So you were also able to like detach from it in the moment. Does that make sense? Like there was that piece of detachment in which we have to have in order to get our goals because if we are like obsessively like for example let me think of something you're you're manifesting like a multiple six-figure business but you are like hyper like oh my god I don't have enough clients I don't have enough money I don't have this well would the version of you that has that already be like acting like that like the person that would have it is taking it off a pedestal and detaching from what's going on in your current reality to prove that to you because you already have it So it's like you had that like sense of detachment from like, like you were happy with what you had in the moment. Like you weren't like hyper active, like hyper obsessive about it. Like you kind of like were like, I already know I have this. So I'm just going to live my life like as if I have this and just like be grateful and present and happy in the moment. And that actually got you what you wanted so much quicker because if you're doing the opposite of that, what you're doing is actually putting resistance into your energy field. And like you were programming into your energy field, I am this artist, Gary Vee's buy my art, all these things that you put on your list. Like that was so programmed in your energy field that then you just started to attract more of things that were in alignment with that. Cause what we put in our energy field, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. And I think people have a hard time with that because we've always been taught manifesting is just about wanting something. It's just about, Oh, I want money. So I'm just going to put that out there that I want money, but you have to literally program that that's who you are because like attracts like in your energy field, whatever you're programming that you are is what you're going to attract more of. So you already knew you had it. You programmed that you were already this person that had it, but you weren't like feeling like you weren't doing enough to get it or like obsessing and like being like hyperactive towards it. Does yeah. that make sense? Like that's what I'm seeing is what exactly what you did. Like you literally did everything that I would tell somebody to do. <laughs> I remember like I was talking about that artist whose story inspired me that was like around like Gary Vee buying his art and his art was on the homepage of OpenSea. I just remember reading this article about him and, and learning about him and there was something with his story that it was just so similar to what my story is now and it's almost like I felt it intuitively in that moment when I before all of it happened to me and now I'm like friends with him. I've met him multiple times and he owns my art too. He's the first artist I bought an NFT from so it's just really crazy to see that like like there was just something there that I intuitively felt and then also like you were saying gratitude that's a big part of it is like yeah just being happy with what you already have instead of like constantly being in that wanting 
mindset because that equals like a mindset of lack and like feeling like you are lacking something when it's like if you're perfectly happy and present and grateful for everything you have now um and just constantly like trying to put that energy out there then I think things do flow to you more easily and you know so I try to like just always practice gratitude like I I try every night to say I like just say like thank you god thank you universe like just doing little like things like that throughout your day it doesn't have to like be a big commitment every single day just little things like that to keep it in your mind yeah you bring up a really good point too you said like um about something about want and then I I want to add in there that like there's a difference between a want and a desire a desire is what you put on your list because you were like intuitively channeling that from your higher self because if we are desiring something like for example you were like I, I don't know why I know this but Gary Vee's gonna buy my art like you were desiring him to buy your art that was something you were channeling from your higher self because there was a version there's a version of you that already has your goals so nobody's goals and desires are too crazy like you said you're like it seems crazy but it's not because you're seeing that for a reason like your desires are on your heart for a reason and your soul for a reason but there's a difference a want is when you have a void inside of you and you're trying to fill that void with an external factor but these were your desires so you weren't trying to like hyper fill something to make yourself feel better you were already like becoming happy with who you were and you were even though everything you were dealing with like that whole quantum leap where your life felt like shit. Cause that's just what happens when you quantum leap. Like we explained it all felt like shit, but you still internally like, and you've always been like this. Like you're still able to like see the world through like your highest self and your soul. And just like, like in such great light, like I've just like never, I just feel like most people would not have the like the empathy towards people that you have like it's just like you always see the best in every single situation even when you're like I'm gonna go into I'm gonna have to check myself and do a mental hospital right now like because I'm working it's a corporate job (laughs) and that sounds so dramatic but I was like I witnessed it like to me it's like people aren't really seeing there are a lot of details being left out of that part but but yeah my, my point is my point is that you, they weren't really wants because even though you were like not doing well, you were still like doing that inner shifting of like, well, I'm just grateful to be here. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm grateful to have my art to channel like my energy into. I still see the best in people around me. So these were your desires. Like a want would be like, I need a bunch. I need a bunch of money to make myself feel better. And buy stuff to impress people. Like, yeah, yeah, like the intention isn't like pure I I guess whereas like a desire are things that are like you're channeling from your higher self and you're happy within yourself and you're not filling a void you're actually just trying to complement it to your life like so for example if you go and you like buy a new car because you think it's going to make you feel better but there's actually like a deeper reason why you wanted that car like internally you're filling a void okay that car's gonna make you happy for like three weeks and then you never filled that void inside of you. You never like poured whatever it is you were searching for in into yourself first and like shifted internally first. So you're going to be over that in three weeks and you'll be back to feeling how you were feeling before. So it's kind of like you were in such alignment for your desires because they weren't wants. They were like actually desires from your higher self. They weren't like a, I need this to make myself feel better. 
So I just yeah. want to point that out too, because you brought up something with between like a, you brought up something about your desires or your wants. And I don't think people realize that there is a difference. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever really been one to care much about material things in the sense of that, like, there's certain things I like, like, I like spending money on makeup, things like that, because I enjoy that. And I have like a little bit of a passion for that. But like, I've never I feel like I've felt the need to have things to impress people really which I'm really grateful for because I don't know I've seen how people act when they do feel the need to like fill a void through material things and it makes me really depressed it's just like because they're never going to feel happy from that and I remember in college I took a public speaking class and we had to like pick some sort of like persuasive topic and mine was um, why you should practice gratitude every day and I did a ton of research and um, I remember reading a study that was done on people who won the lottery and it tracked like their happiness in life over time compared to somebody's happiness who practiced gratitude daily over time. And it's like when you first win the lottery, obviously your happiness spikes so much. And then over time, it's just, you get used to your reality and it just goes back down and they're back to how, where they were. And and then someone who practices gratitude every day, it just constantly like kind of like goes, keeps going up or, you know, it might like kind of like reach a higher place and stay there for a while. But like, it just goes to show like your external things that you're using to kind of like fill a void. They're never going to be a sustainable source of happiness. So I, I just, and I think um, like talking about like your desires and being in alignment with that. I think a lot of it has to do with connection to yourself, which is like a really important aspect of my art, why I create my art and why I want to put my art out there. It's always about connection and like knowing yourself and what you want. So uh, yeah, like I think I just kind of like knew like my higher self wanted certain things or like desired certain things and it was possible because of just like connecting with myself and finding ways to connect with myself. Yeah. And like, it's so okay to like want these external things. Like we need our ego to, to want things. Like that's just like, we literally came down here during this time on earth to experience like this 3D reality. So like, it's okay to want things, but like, there's such a different intention behind like wanting things to fill the void. Like, are you going to be okay with yourself inside if you didn't have them, if they were taken away? Like, that's the whole point. I feel like you've always been so good at that. And it almost like made you attract everything all of those desires so much quicker okay so also I just want you to explain I don't think you mentioned it did you complete everything on that list what are the things that you have done since this all happened what this happened like a year and a half ago maybe yeah it happened a little over a year ago um like my art getting on the homepage of OpenSea so I'm completed almost all of my manifestations last year but the only thing that was left was for Gary V to own one of my NFTs and I went to he has a conference every year called VCon so last year was the first year of it and I went and I got to talk to him and had him sign the list and just you know I I wasn't like will you buy my NFT I just like told him about my story and everything and but I did say like I feel like it's gonna happen and I, I wasn't trying to like pressure him I just like genuinely was like yeah I just like feel like it's gonna happen um and he was like I'll make it happen I was like okay so anyways time went by and um back this like this year February 2023 I think um a lot of people in my community because I have like kind of like a community on Twitter of people who are just very supportive and know my story and so people would always like tweet at Gary Vee be like when are you buying her art <laughs> since he said he's gonna do it and at one point, like February, March this year, he responded and was like, I'm going to do it on Wednesday because he was like on a trip. So I guess like when he got back, because, you know, so he could get his like um, 
there's a certain thing with crypto wallets like a so you could put it on his ledger probably but anyway so um yeah that day went and went by and he didn't buy it and I was like but I was in my mind I was like it's okay like it's gonna happen when it's meant to happen if it's supposed to happen because a lot of people in my community would be like when are you doing it like why haven't you done it yet and I'm like thank you for like <laughs> being so supportive and your concern and everything but I didn't want to put that energy out there of, like I need this to happen like it's just it's gonna happen when it's meant to happen like that's okay you yeah. know from it so yeah. anyways it finally happened this year in May a few days before VCon of this year um just like I no one had tweeted at him in a while I just kind of he just remembered and he did it and um so that was really cool I got to thank him in person at VCon and give him a signed print and like a thank you card and it was a really cool experience so what else have you like been able to do now that you've had these opportunities like since you've been on that homepage, sold out your art like what other cool things have happened to you and also not only just that but like how do you feel internally about all of it too? Um, some things that have happened since I had my art featured at different, um, mainly like NFT events, like NFT NYC last year and this year. So my art was in Times Square, which was crazy. Um, and then this year at NFT NYC, I also spoke on a panel at the conference. My art was also shown at NFT London, um, NFT Bali, it was shown like during Art Basel Miami through an NFT, like a uh, digital van thing that they have. Um, I collaborated with a jewelry company called Nunchi and we like basically turned a piece of my art into a necklace. Right now I'm collaborating with a really cool company in the space. Um, that's essentially like OnlyFans for artists is how they describe it. Um, it's basically just like a subscription model so people can that's kind so of- funny. In real time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, that makes sense. And, it's like really cool because right now the market is terrible. So many people have left the space and like kind of just given up on the NFT space. And for me, I'm like, it's just, you know, it's just the market, it's whatever. And I'm still like putting myself out there and believing that good things are coming my way. So despite like just a lot of people feeling like there's no hope, I'm still attracting like some pretty cool opportunities. There's another thing that's that may potentially happen that I can't really say yet, but if it does happen, it'd be crazy. I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, so yeah, just there's probably more things I'm forgetting, but I've had some very cool opportunities. And internally, I feel, I feel like even though there's moments where I'm like stressed about the future or like financially or whatever it may be, since it's definitely like it hasn't been the most stable income, it's very like up and down. Um, I don't know. I just trust that I'm on the right path. Like I. I'm just like the universe is on my side if I'm doing what feels most aligned to me then I'm taken care of and I just don't let myself stress out too much about it okay is there anything else you want to add to anything in this story I was gonna ask you like what your biggest piece of advice is you can add that too but I feel like you almost just said it so yeah but if you have more to say I feel like that's always my advice is kind of like around following your intuition and blocking out any of the negativity and noise around you. It's really about like connecting to yourself and figuring out who you are and what what your desires are and, and finding ways to align to that and put yourself into that reality as if you already have it. Um, and it's a lot easier said than done when you're like, if you're surrounded by negativity or you have to go through different moments of like losing a lot of things in your life and feeling your life is just ending in a lot of ways so you know try and stay positive through that and I, I don't know it always comes back down to like trusting the universe I feel like 
which a lot of my life I didn't really have much of a relationship with like the universe or God or whatever and I think in the past few years it's kind of like impossible for me not to after seeing the way my life has played out I don't believe in coincidences and I really believe in like divine guidance and just energy and creating our realities and so there's definitely moments where I'm like I might start to like feel stressed or question things and I feel like I can always kind of like center myself back to that place of like everything is going to be fine yeah 100 percent. is there anything else you want to add to this story um I mean I have a couple things I could add about like attracting money but I don't know if you you yeah yeah because like it can be it can be applied to attracting things in general so because money money is just energy and in what you're desiring to attract is all based on energy first so it really is and that's something I think most people don't see in society um and like I just remember in college I was always broke I'd have like literally less than a dollar in my bank account sometimes like it was crazy looking back on those moments and anyways once I kind of like shifted into more of an abundance mindset and understanding that money is just energy um after I like made a lot of money from my art being on the homepage of OpenSea, I remember like a few weeks later, my stepsister had a, um, oh, a Jack and Jill. I don't know why I must have baby shower. A Jack and Jill, and which is basically like they give away um, a ton of prizes. You like put your raffle tickets in. And I just like, I was in such a, an abundance mindset. I just had, I just made more money than I had ever had in my life. I felt like no stress around money. It was just like such a crazy feeling. Um, and so anyways, I had all these raffle tickets that everyone gave me because I was the designated driver. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I just, I saw the, the basket with the, um, lottery tickets and I love lottery tickets and gambling as you yes, know. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. And I just, I was like, there's definitely like a lot of money in one of those. So I put most of my tickets into that. And then also someone like, just like a margarita kit and just like random things. There were probably 150 people there at least and I don't know maybe like 30 prizes or something I won I think three different three or four different <laughs> prizes it was like almost seemed rigged I was like people probably think this is rigged it was crazy yeah. and I including the raffle tickets or sorry the lottery tickets I won $500 on a scratch ticket um I was like what is going on and then yeah so that was crazy just like I feel like I was just in such an abundance mindset and energy that I kept attracting so much more abundance and then I have another story. Here. Yeah, because oh. when when you're putting in your energy, like like I said, like like attracts like. So you knew you were abundant. You felt you actually felt the feelings of being abundant because you yeah. could physically have five billion dollars. You don't feel abundant inside. You're not going to attract more of it. So you actually felt yeah. the feelings of what that abundance made you feel like inside, and then you just attracted more on the outside, which is really cool. Yeah. And then um, I remember at the end of last year, I was like. A little feeling a little bit stressed about money but I was like really still trying to like be in an abundance mindset and be like everything's gonna work out and I just remember because like the market had just really crashed so I lost a lot of money and you know everyone was kind of struggling financially wasn't selling as much art but all of a sudden I kept hearing about this nft project and it was like if I don't know if anyone here listening is familiar with the space but like there are certain projects that will go up in value and then um, so I kept hearing about it. I was like, why does this project sound so familiar? And I remembered it. It was like, wait, a few months ago, somebody who helped start this project messaged me and added me to their whitelist, which essentially means I get it for free. Um, and I was like, oh my God. And I went and looked, 
I had basically been given this NFT for free and it, it was created by the same person who created Rick and Morty. So it was like a well-known project and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I was able to sell it for about 20 grand. <laughs> like oh I, my God. Yeah. It was just like, what the fuck? Where does this happen? You know what I mean? It just doesn't even feel like real life. So I basically manifested that. But so. w- was there something that you did in between losing all of that money and then manifesting that 20 grand situation? Like, was there any shifts you made like internally that you can re- remember? I think I just started becoming more conscious and aware of the, of like how energy worked and like my mindset, but you can channel if you want. Um, okay. Yeah, I will. Please hold. <laughs> I want to get all the details. <laughs> we need some elevator music. It feels like there was like a, it was like you, it was again, like you being happy without it. Like you were just like, all right, whatever. Like I'm taking it as it comes. But then there feels like there was like another project in between, like a mini situation in which you then attracted a little bit of more money. Like, I don't know. I'm seeing like literally like just a few hundred dollars or something. And then you were like, oh, okay, wait, that shift I made internally, like you subconsciously were like, oh, wait that shift I made internally and that mindset shift helped me get here. And it like kind of showed you that it worked. So you were like subconsciously, you were like, oh wait, okay, I can shift it even yeah, more. Like it was totally sub. <laughs> you do? What was it? I, I, I actually released a collection right around that time when it happened, literally like within days called the Oh, no way. I didn't, and- I don't know the timeline. I just saw yeah. like, it was like a smaller project. So yeah. people probably think I just made that up, but no, <laughs> no, I didn't know. Um, yeah, and it was, like, because you did that shift, like, you didn't, it wasn't, like, you didn't really consciously know that you were, like, it was the mindset shifts, but your higher self kind of, like, knew, so you were, like, oh, like, I'm gonna make some more shifts internally, because I just saw it work, I just saw it work, I'm, like, on the up and up because of the shifts I made inside, and then you were able to make more shifts, and then, like, like, attracts like, and you attract what you programmed, so that's what happened there. I feel very guided by my higher self because even now, like in my mind, I'm like, I know I'm moving to New York City in a month and I keep being like, I just know there's something there for me. Like I can just feel that like once I get there, everything's going to play out how it's meant to. And like, I'm going to attract plenty of money. Like I just don't even, I just like feel it. Um, And also around like um, the manifesting money thing, I think I also just like got into... I became a lot more confident than I used to be and you know like and more more internally confident and mm-hmm. let people's opinions in me bother me as much now I'm just I feel like sure of myself I don't need that external validation the way I did when I was younger I think so I think that played a big role too it's just confidence yeah because like imagine if you just let everybody outside of you tell you what to do you would still be in that corporate Place. That's what I did my whole life, and that's why I was yeah. so mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you would maybe have gotten like a ten thousand dollar raise by now, like maybe, like you know, and be miserable. And, just, and yeah, yeah. People, I feel like sometimes still ask me like if I wish I like I don't wish I did no. anything. Like what? Even, even <laughs> if I'm like in moments where I'm like I don't really have much money, I literally don't care because I have my time, and that's the most valuable thing to me. And I know that I'm able to attract money. I don't need some fucking stupid corporate job and like someone, I just, I'm sorry. I really hate corporate. (laughs) I will never, ever return. We are anti-corporate baddies over here. (laughs) And like someone actually just offered me 
Well, it's like, whatever, that's a whole other story. Yeah. But like, and people, I, I don't think anyone attracted to this podcast is thinking this right now, but people external of you will often think that this story sounds privileged, but listen to it again. If you're thinking that, listen to this again. Like you weren't handed anything. Like you just followed your intuition and got you everywhere. Same with my story. Like nobody, like I'm not privileged because I healed. I just listened to my intuition on what it was telling me to do. And I did that. It was like, and you're always getting information from your higher self. Your higher self shows you what you're capable of having and then tells you how to get there. But, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't, people don't listen to their intuition and they just do what they think is right and what they're told is right. And it's a whole nother situation, but yeah, when you don't do that, these are the things that you can have and anyone's capable of doing it. Yeah. And I think like, it's easy to like think in terms of like privilege, having control over you when you're not as connected to yourself and like aware of how energy works. Cause I think like a lot of people I talk to who are in it, I hate to use the word spiritual. That sounds annoying, but you know, like in tune with their energy and connected to themselves, I feel like they view the world in a very black and white way. And Mm -hmm. it's like things, they're just more realistic people always tell me I'm too unrealistic and I'm like okay well I don't like reality is not realistic like we can literally do whatever we want and I think like once you shift your mindset around that because I definitely throughout my life have been like felt kind of like victim mode or like why is this happening to me and it's like once you start realizing everything is happening in favor of you even like the really terrible moments like you realize that's actually like helping you grow helping you learn getting you to a better spot like I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm going off on a tangent, but yeah. 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 No, 100%. And like intuition will defy all logic. Like you said, you don't know like what's going on in New York City that you need to be there for, but you're listening. It doesn't have to be logical. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, New York City, you could be, I'm not saying this is what happened, what's happening. I don't know the details, but like it could literally, you could be like, oh, I'm being told to go like spend $10,000 a month on rent in New York City. And you could literally be like, okay, well, I don't know why I'm being told that. But it's not logical, but I'm going to go and I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. Because if they're telling you, your higher self's telling you to do that, they're going to tell you a way to make the make that $10,000 a month rent. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. was a really dramatic example, but. Um, I am paying a lot in rent though. Yeah, I'm like, sure. But... On top of my loans from college, it's yeah. like a lot of money to the point where a normal person would be like, that's not possible. I'm not going to do that. In my mind, I'm just like, I'm going to have to be logical. That. Yeah, it's not yeah. logical. But... It doesn't have to be. Like I recently moved to Texas when I kind of didn't really want to move to Texas like I actually kind of wanted to move somewhere else but my intuition said it doesn't it's not logical but I'm telling you you're gonna get what you're desiring to feel and to have quicker if you do that so I went and like things make sense to me now so you don't have to know and it doesn't literally intuition does not have to be logical at all like at all Mm -hmm. so yeah you're right like once you shift your mindset around that you can really like then start to shift around everything else yeah I feel like a big part of that is letting go of control that's a huge thing that I think a lot of humans are scared of is like you need to let let go of control over like the details of how things are going to happen and like that's been big for me is I don't I don't need to know how things are going to happen I have these goals and I obviously take inspired action and put my energy towards getting there every day but not in the sense of like I need it to happen a certain way because that's like you trying to like control the universe and you need to let the universe help guide you where you're meant to be yeah, like, so if you were controlling all the details, like, imagine that there's something that you want and you have to have it happening a certain way. But what if the universe, God's source, was trying to give it to you 
even better than you imagined, but because it's not going how it, you thought it was going to look, you're pushing that away. You're pushing away what you're actually going to like a lot better than what you wanted because you are mad and you're not allowing allowing it to happen how it actually is going to benefit you the most. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anything else you want to add to this story? We kind of fit a lot in in a short amount yeah. of time. I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. I will add Alyssa's like some links and stuff and a bio in the show notes for you so you can reach her if you need her. Um, but other than that, that's it. So thank you for coming and we'll be back next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Healing is Hot. We have a new episode every single week. Make sure you are rating, subscribing, following, sharing with your friends, and following the socials that are linked down in the show notes. And remember, healing is hot, and we will be back next week. Bye.